Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Prairie Track and Field Podcast. I'm your other host, Cameron Rail, and we got a special episode in store for you guys today. Uh, we're going to try something a little bit different. I'm heading down to Minneapolis to run a race tonight, a 5K on the track being put on by Tracksmith Running and Mill City Running. Uh, and so we're going to do a little uh, kind of a vlog style, but using the podcast format. Um, I'll be just checking in, you know, periodically throughout the day leading up to the race and after the race. And, uh, we're going to, you know, put it in a podcast, see if you guys like it and, uh, just bring you along on uh, kind of race day for, for Cameron, not something that happens very often, but uh, I'm excited to, to head down and, uh, see what my legs got today. So just got off of work, filling up with gas, about to hit the road. Uh, feeling kind of nervous, uh, getting those, those pre-race nerves already. I hope I have my, my day scheduled out appropriately. I'll race tonight at 9.30 p.m. It is about uh, 12.45, just before 1, so uh, going to eat some lunch. Uh, like I said, hit the road. Uh, hopefully get to the cities with plenty of time and uh, just to relax a little, get something else to eat, and then uh, we'll see what happens. Should be a good race. Uh, looks like there's going to be a pacer for 15 minutes for the 5K as well as 16 minutes for the 5K in the heat that I'm in. Um, I mean, you only got one option, I think. Guys, I'm thinking through race strategy. Uh, only option is to is to send it. So uh, hoping to go with that 15-minute pace group. And uh, I got a friend of mine, Mike Friedman, who will be sporting the Ragnarok Athletic Cub club uh kit with me tonight uh so hopefully we can pack up and work together a little bit along with the pacer and, and just have a good time so um we'll check back in with you uh down the road a little ways and uh yeah we'll, we'll see how the day progresses So, Cameron, first of all, you got to tell us where you're at right now and where you're heading. Well, right now I am probably just outside of St. Cloud on the interstate, uh, driving safely to uh, St. Paul or Minneapolis, St. Paul to uh, run a 5K on the track, a paced 5K under the lights at the University of Minnesota. So. Yeah, that's such a cool opportunity. Just tell us a little bit about who's putting on this race and a little bit more about what it's designed for and how you heard about it. Yeah, so during COVID, there was kind of a lot of these uh, pop-up virtual events that happened uh, put on by, you know, smaller running companies to help, uh, you know, just the, the amateur running community and the, the hobby running community to mm -hmm. be able to participate in, in some sort of racing. Uh, once COVID kind of settled down, these events continued to come up and be tailored to uh, not pros, but people who are out of college still looking for really competitive track events. Uh, and so this is another one of those events. Uh, this one's being put on by Tracksmith 
running. Uh, it's an apparel brand based out of uh, New England, the East Coast. Uh, and they're partnering with Mill City Running uh, for, for the meet that I'll be at, a running store in, in the cities here. Uh, to put on a professional style uh, 5K under the lights. So what I mean by professional style is uh, they, they have people who are ready to pace, you know, a bunch of heats to uh, basically whatever, whatever time uh, you want to run. Uh, so it's set up to run fast and to run PR in, you know, 1500 or those other like track distances, not very common for the, for the uh, nine to fiver. Uh, to get a chance to run a pace race, you know, usually it's just at your local 5k on the roads and who knows if the course is on and who knows who's going to show up uh, on the day. So <laughs> yeah, this will be, this will be a, a fun, fun event. Kind of, kind of give you, give me the college, college racing out in California fields again, hopefully. Mm-hmm. So what kind of pace are you hoping to run today? What group are you running with? Yeah, so when I had signed up, I'm not really sure where my fitness is at right now, but when I had signed up, I signed up to run, uh, I said, between 15.30 and 16 flat. I uh, got the heat sheets yesterday, and it looks like they have a 15 flat pacer, and they have a 16 flat pacer. So uh, we're, you know, I figure I'm driving all this way. We'll go with the, we'll go with the 15 flat pacer and, you know, hope something works out. So uh, I believe my track PR right now is like 14.57 from the end of conference my senior year. Didn't get a chance to run a lot of fresh uh, 5Ks in college. So you know, if things go really well, maybe could be in for a PR tonight. Uh, but if not, you know, just going to go out there and have a good time and, you know, mix it up with some, some people who, who train the same way as me. You know, they work jobs and they'll train hard in, in the evenings or in the mornings and, and on the weekends. So, yeah, I'll, I'm going to come back to that and ask you a little bit more about that in a moment, but I just think it's so interesting that nobody knows that you are the Fargo 5k champion. Like I don't think a lot of <laughs> yeah. the, the race directors are the people that you're competing against. So you definitely have that in your back pocket is your road PR faster than your track PR. My road PR is faster than my track PR. So that's, what is it? That's one of those. Uh, it's 1440. Okay. So, yeah. And then I did run, I ran like 1510 at the uh, South Fargo segment chasers 5k last summer. So two, I mean, I, I honestly think my fastest and my third fastest 5k are from the roads. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Got to put it together <laughs> to the track. <laughs> right, right. Now, I'm going out way deep into the brain bank here. And I want to say, was your high school PR in 5K for cross country 1604? Does that sound right? Yeah, I think, I think it was 1606. Cause 1606. My, like, yeah, because I ran that back to back for, like, cro- for a cross country 10K PR, I think. Okay. Uh, at one point so i think it was 1606 but yeah so i mean dropping a whole minute plus off your 5k time in the last few years that's pretty pretty salty now yeah here's one thing i want to know when you're racing 
do you prefer the roads or do you prefer the track? Because you haven't ran a track 5k in a minute. You've pretty much been on the roads, which makes sense because you're a post collegiate runner. There aren't a lot of opportunities to run 5k's on the track. Which one are you looking forward to tonight? Would you rather be a road race? Just if it's up to you, what do you decide? I, there, there's something kind of like really special and unique about the roads. Uh, it gives you a little bit more of like cross country vibes. I mean, I think just as like you have the uncertainty of how much you have left to some extent, you know, you, you're almost like running, running blind on the roads, which can, can be a real benefit sometimes. Uh, you, just, you, can't, you can't overthink it. You just know you have to keep running hard until you cross the finish line. Uh, the track is great for the opposite reasons. Uh, you can be really, you can, you can really plan out like a race strategy and try and execute Mm -hmm. it to, to a T, uh, in terms of like pacing and like exactly when you want to make your move and you can be a lot more calculated about it. Uh, so I mean, those are both things that I like about running, uh, today I'm, I'm happy that I'm going to be on the track. Uh, just cause I think mostly just cause of how like unique it is, you know, like we are saying, there's just not a lot of track events that any post-collegiate can just like hop in and that's designed precisely for like a post-collegiate field. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad this is on the track. Yeah. yeah. And your last race on the track was a 1500 this spring at NDSU, right? Was that the last time you raced on the yep. track or has there been anything since then? Oh, Cedic no, Run, Cedic Run Elite well, Mile. Yeah, yeah, we don't have to talk about the Cedic Run Elite Mile, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> we don't have to talk about my performance at the Cedic Run Elite Mile, but uh, the last, yeah, the last race that went well on the track was the fifteen hundred at at the at NDSU last spring. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's gonna be good to be back on the track. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I, hope, I, I think there's something like 30, 30 people in the, the heat that I'm in. So, I mean, the, the start line should feel, you know, electric, should feel, uh, you know, it'll definitely get the, the pre-race nerves there. And then, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see if there's any sort of crowd that shows up, you know, on a Wednesday night. But uh, mm-hmm. I think the, the, the hope and the idea behind the event is going to be a real – a real community event. Uh, everyone who's running in the, the previous heats, the earlier heats is going to stick around and I'm going to get there early so I can cheer for everybody uh, who's in the earlier heats. So, uh, you know, just, that's a great thing about track, you know, especially when you go to big meets or like cross country meets. Uh, you like having fans, but, you know, as long as the athletes are there, that's a built-in fan base, you know, in itself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, sometimes it's the camaraderie that takes over and it's not even the people that you consider fans. It's the people that are in the event and have a race coming up or just finished that are honestly bigger supporters. And usually they don't even know you. They know nothing about you, but they're there to cheer you on. Yes. So I know there's a couple people that you know in this race. You are running it with Mike Friedman, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Mike Friedman, uh, I was roommates in college with his brother. His brother wrestled at NDSU and then Mike 
uh, was a very successful runner at uh, University of Wisconsin Stout uh, in D3. So uh, he's, uh, he's training for a marathon right now, but I convinced him to, to sign up for this 5K. So he's, uh, he's joining the joining Ragnarok Athletic Club, and he'll be, he'll be sporting the kit tonight. So, uh, yeah, Ryan, will, will this be the first uh, two 5Ks, track 5Ks run uh, for Ragnarok Athletic Club, as far as you know? If it's not the first, it would have to be, like, the top first, within the first five. So I think you have a pretty good chance of being the first two. And this is also going to be the debut of the blue Ragnarok singlet, right? Because that's the one you're repping? Yes. Yep, yep. We both got the blue Ragnarok singlet. So uh, we're, yeah, pretty fired up. They look, they look incredible. So oh, it looked even better in person than, uh, <laughs> than they did over the pictures that you sent. So oh my yeah, I'm gosh. pretty fired up. I haven't seen him in person yet. So I am jealous. Those are going to look so yeah. sick. Hopefully, you know, I mean, there's a couple of things that we hope that I hope go well tonight. Like hopefully I, I run well and proud of how I race, you know, run a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, you know, hopefully the singlets create some buzz, you know, maybe we'll get some, good traction there people coming up asking about about the, the club about the team just to the uh you know fire out fire uniforms so oh dude <laughs> if that I, happens and i race bad you know that that's that's at least one good thing that could hopefully happen <laughs> i think you're gonna race really well have you two talked about race strategy at all do you have any plan for what you're gonna do yeah i mean i've been thinking about it a little bit on the way down on the drive here and i mean kind of always the mentality whenever we went to race these big pace races in california was just you know you you went in with the goal of running fast so you just have to sit on the pacer and and not think for as long as you can so you know the strategy is you know sit in i don't want to be too close to the front uh in case i feel it the pace is a little too too fast like early on uh i I won't i'm not giving myself a way out but just trying to be uh realistic about you know give myself you know plenty of different options to to handle the race you know however it ends up turning out so yeah Mm -hmm. i mean goal is just just sit in and stay relaxed as as long as i can and then you know everybody loves a, a good finish so hopefully make some noise in the last mile to 2k so oh definitely i think uh yeah i i think uh, the the pacer for the 50 flat group is uh charlie lawrence who is a graduate of the u of m program and he trains with des linden and is uh i think he's in or he has connections with des linden i don't know if he trains with her but he's uh he's in boulder and he's, he's training for the marathon right now and so he's he's a legit so that'll be That'll be pretty cool to be paced by him. Mm-hmm. And then the Harrier, Patrick Larson's also racing. He must be in your heat, or is there a faster heat too? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in. He's in the heat. In the same heat. So, uh, yeah, I was looking at the heat sheets, and he was really kind of the only name uh, that I I recognize. Uh, I'm sure, you know. I asked some people, you know, who are at the meet, I'm 
I'm sure about all, a lot of these guys who are in the heat are, uh, you know, kind of <clears throat> common names in the amateur running scene in the cities, uh, mm-hmm. but just a little, a little too far away to, to recognize any of them. So yeah, I'm, you know, uh, Patrick Larson, I mean, has, he has connections to North Dakota. I've been trying to hype myself up being like, listen, man, you're the only North Dakota guy. I just meet. got to do it for the state, do it for Ragnarok. <laughs> but then, you know, I remember that. I was like, well, I mean, uh, there's one other guy, I guess. So. Uh, but Patrick Larson yeah. doesn't have the sweet blue Ragnarok jersey that you're going to be wearing. So, no, he, he's going to wish he had it, though, after, after today, hopefully. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, I want to go back to one of the first things you mentioned, and this is probably how we're going to end this first part of the pod, but people probably think you're crazy. You took a half day of work on a Wednesday to drive down to Minneapolis. You're going to race for hopefully less than 15 minutes, and you're going to get back in your car and drive back to Fargo and then go to work the next morning. You haven't been in college for working on your third year now. You... uh, you aren't sponsored. Why are you doing this cam? Like, and this is a question I already know the answer to, but what, why are you doing it? It's fun. I, I enjoy doing it. Now, why the same reason people go to the movies on the weekends or, you know, go to the lakes on the weekends or go to concerts. You know, this is, this is my, my form of entertainment. And, uh, and it's not just like the racing that's entertaining. It's, uh, it's challenging myself to, to see how fast I can run. And, you know, you know, I train, train hard pretty much every day of the week. Uh, you know, run miles, I run workouts, you know, and you, know, you just gotta, you gotta test yourself sometimes. You can't just study, you can't just study, you know, your whole life and then never take a test. So. Um, yeah, just to, just to see where I'm at. And, uh, I think a little bit of it is, you know, that, that sounds pretty noble, all that, you know, but a little bit of it is self-serving, trying to still keep the dream alive, you know, capture some of the, the emotion of, of racing that you felt in college and high school, uh, capture some of the camaraderie of being on the team, you know, doing an event with, uh, with a bunch of other like-minded people. So yeah, there, there's a lot of reasons, but yeah, primarily, I mean, what I, what I enjoy doing. So. Yeah. And that's so cool. I mean, how many opportunities do you get to feel those emotions that just pull yourself in so many different ways? Like a, within one race, you can feel so many mountains and valleys and, some people are ready to leave that behind when they're done with college, but knowing that you are hopefully going to find more mountains than valleys tonight, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, we're, we're a little bit of addicts, Ryan. I think, I think that's a pretty blunt or rough way to, you know, a rough way of putting it, but <laughs> first compete for the, yeah the emotions and the good feeling it gives us when it when it goes well and mm-hmm. you know and sometimes when it goes poorly then it makes us feel better about our day-to-day lives too so <laughs> I mean, 
that's kind of, I forget what it was, it's called, but like in high school, I remember like my English teacher telling us about that with like Shakespeare, like a lot of Shakespeare's like plays and stuff were really like, like sad and like terrible. Like the plays were good, but the stories were just like depressing. But it was so people would go watch those plays and compare the lives of these characters that were in turmoil to their own and then say, oh, you know what? At least I don't have it as bad as Othello or Romeo and Juliet or whoever. So when you start to bring Shakespeare into the podcast, we know it's real. So. Uh, or or we know it's real or when i start to bring shakespeare into the podcast we know we've lost a lot of listeners (laughs) (laughs) oh all right hey well with that being said i'm gonna let you go but i'm gonna call you later tonight and we'll get an update on how it went yeah a little post-race interview so yeah looking forward to it absolutely hey good luck go get them and yeah do it for ragnarok Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Ryan. All right. Talk to you in a bit. Bye. All right. We're on the infield of the track. We uh, just finished our two-and-a-half-mile warm-up here with Mike Friedman, Ragnarok teammate. Uh, Mike, how are you feeling going into the race? I'm feeling pretty good. I feel decently confident based on some workouts I've done the past couple weeks. Um, Looking to try to break 16 minutes here tonight. So, yeah, feeling okay. Yeah, we're just here to suffer a little bit and have a little fun, right? Yeah, absolutely. I uh, haven't had this suffering in a while, so we'll see if the legs go lactic or not. I can almost guarantee you they will. Uh, what What are your thoughts of the atmosphere of the event, uh, the meet? Uh, what, just tell us about, about the track and the people who are here. Yeah, so it seems like um, a big community of Minnesota runners, a lot of Mill City um, running fun athletes. Um, yeah, so they've had a bunch of heats ranging from 25 minutes down to 15 minutes. So a lot of people are cheering each other on. We got some lights out here so we can actually see where we're going. Um, but yeah, it's pretty pretty electric. You got some beer for afterwards and whatever. But yeah, it's a pretty cool atmosphere. Yeah, the, the track is lined with people in lane five or so. And uh we're going to finish our warm-up and get ready to send it. So, any final words, Mike? No final words. <laughs> All right, let's go. And she has Annie Tyner there, leading the way, helping her out. Let's go, you two. summer running comes to a close, cross-country season is right around the corner. Whether you're looking for trainers, spikes, or gear to run in, be sure to head downtown to the new SDR shop. Richard is the master at finding a shoe that'll work for you, and he'll make sure that you're laced up in something that'll help you earn some new PRs this season. That's Cedic Run, located in downtown Grand Forks. Alright, we are back. Uh, It's the morning after the race. I'm about an hour outside of Minneapolis. Uh, crashed at a buddy on a buddy's couch last night. Mike, uh, who raced with Ragnarok, raced with me in the same heat uh, last night. It was 
gracious enough to let me spend the night at his place. So, uh, but that meant an early morning. So I woke up at five. He made me some amazing coffee. Put some mega waffles down in the in the toaster. Slapped some peanut butter on and hit the road by five thirty. So I mean, it's about six twenty right now. Been on the road just under an hour and uh, feeling feeling pretty good. Not as sore as I thought I would be. Tired, but don't feel too like drowsy right now so that's good but yeah i mean about the race like race went well last night man what the blast uh it felt I told somebody like right after the race it felt just as good environment like atmosphere wise as any paced high level like college meet in california so I mean, they brought brought people down from the stands to to line the track. So I mean that's that's something you don't get at the at these big big time trial type meets out out west. So that was really cool and um, yeah, it's just a really good time. I think both me and both Mike and I got what we were hoping to get out of the race. Uh, I'm not sure what place he ended up being, but Mike was sub 16, uh, and he's training for a marathon, so that'll that'll set him up well. And you know, I was able to run like 15:24, so I was happy, happy with that. So there's a lot, couple of things I could have done better, but you know, that's that's racing, right? That's learning. So hopefully get another chance to to race soon and can take the things that I didn't like that I did and make improvements on them so but man yeah the blast just getting back on the track and dude how did it go it was good and it was a ton of fun to be back uh be back racing it hurt <laughs> it was pretty painful really but uh yeah both i mean both me and mike haven't done anything like on the track and we don't well we talked about it in like the pre-race me since like this spring I haven't put spikes on since then probably, or since the SDR mile, mm-hmm. Mike, you know, I don't know when the last time he spiked up. So we were both, uh, we were both hurting after pretty sore in the calves today, but, uh, yeah. Uh, to give an overall summary, I'd say like, uh, I degrade myself a, a B. Okay. E minus, e minus maybe. Hey, that's pretty good. That's what I got on my first physical therapy exam. So sweet. Nice work, Ryan. Hey, thank you. So break it down uh, for break it down for us. Let's hear it. Yeah. So I mean, there was there were six heats. Uh, I got there really early. I uh, just wanted to make sure I found the right place and everything, and uh, watched the. I think the first heat they had people getting paced for 
like sub 30 minute 5k mm-hmm. uh and then slowly each heat just like you know got a little faster so i mean that that was enough motivation right there seeing all these people who you know just train hard out there you know getting paced maybe running a track race for the first time in their their life uh getting after it so that was cool the music was bumping the the sound system was hot so i knew the energy was going to be good uh they split us into like two packs like a a 15 minute pack and a 16 minute pack Mm -hmm. uh at least like the start line one was on the outside lane or the outside like uh what would you call it like the waterfall yeah Or or did you do the like the one where they i'm trying to think what do they call it when it's not a waterfall the alleyway start alley yeah yeah so it was like two each alley had its own like waterfall so we were in the i i went with the 15 minute group mike went with the uh 16 minute group and a little divide and conquer you know Mm -hmm. Uh, get off the line pretty well my plan was not to be towards the front uh but i found myself towards the front <laughs> i i was in i was in third place and there was uh like 300 meters in there was already like a little a little gap forming between the pacer and the guy in second mm-hmm. and you know i i was just out there trying to see where i was at you know i had really no clue but it seemed like there was some pretty serious guys there who wanted to do really well and i was like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna let the the pace lack you know this early so i i moved up and got right behind the pacer Mm -hmm. uh which uh which is great i felt good i felt really smooth actually but i think it ended up being a bit of my demise (laughs) (laughs) so uh like i said the goal was to go out at like 15 minute pace I think we were a little closer to 1440 pace. Okay. Uh, through like a mile, uh, or probably like through 2K, and so I was clicking off 70 second laps, pretty even. And then I hit a 71, and then the wheels really started to come off. But uh, you know, started getting passed by people, and you know, slowing down a bit each lap, but. I I was proud of myself for how I like responded. I felt like I kept positive forward progress. I know that that sounds kind of like backwards Mm -hmm. considering like it was negative forward progress because I was getting slower each lap. But, but sometimes when a, when a race starts to go really South, you just like completely collapse and you just like fall apart. I Mm -hmm. didn't feel like I completely fell apart. I felt like instead of bleeding out right away, once I got past and started to hurt, I, I was able to die slower. I slowed, (laughs) slowed the bleeding. So, so that was, that was good. And still like close, I closed into 70. So brought it back strong for the last lap. Yeah. Um, So what, what did you run? Yeah, yeah, I ran fifteen twenty four. So okay, uh, and going into it, we were like oh, fifteen thirty would be would be pretty good. Fifteen thirty five, I think that would be a good good spot to be at. And you know, so with that in mind, you know, I ran eleven seconds. You know, 
faster than, than kind of what I thought would be a, a good day. So, so really positive. Yeah, dude, that's so great. And how did Mike do? Did you beat him for the Ragnarok club record? I did. Yeah, I beat him. So he went with the 16 minute group and uh, I'm not exactly sure, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he said he got right behind the 16 minute pacer as well. Like, like I did with the 15 minute pacer, uh, but it panned out a little bit better for him. He said with, with like 1200 to go, three laps to go, he made a move, uh, uh, like the pacer stepped off or he moved around the pacer and, and took a long charge for home. And, uh, so he dipped under 16, uh, 15, 56 or 57. I can't remember exactly, but, but I like, again, for him, that was, that was a great place, great place Mm -hmm. to be. Uh, and I think he, this is the part I'm like, really not sure, but like, I think he won quote unquote, won his like pack. Right. If, even though we were in like the same race, if you wanted to split up the two races, I think, I think he was first or second finisher from the 16 minute pace group. So, yeah. Nice. So tell me about the atmosphere. You said the music was bumping. What was, wait, were there spectators? Were there a lot of people? What was the yeah. atmosphere like? Yeah. Yeah. There, there's quite a few people. Most of the time for most of the meet, they were up in the stands, um, but for the last two heats of the night, they, they brought the fans down to the, uh, to the track, you know, lined them up on the, on the home stretch in lane five. And, and they had like a, they had a beer tent there. So everyone was, uh, was having a good time already. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, cowbells, flags, you know, people screaming at you. Um, I, I heard like three or four, specific spots throughout the race where I heard people cheering my name. Uh, but I can only account for two, the two of the people that I heard, mm-hmm. I knew two of the people who were there, but the other two, you know, I have no idea who was there. So if you were Dude. there, uh, cheering for me, cheering my name, thank you. Uh, got me through some dark moments in that <laughs> race. So maybe they're just admirers of the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> Man. I, well, that's awesome. Yeah. Now, now how did we had talked about Patrick Larson earlier who runs the, the Harrier account on Instagram. Did you beat him or did he get the best of you? No, he waxed me. He cleaned the, he cleaned the floor, wiped the floor with me. He, yeah. And he even, I talked to him a little bit. Uh, introduced myself like right on the start line, you know, it was, I thought it was a pretty kind gesture, but uh, didn't get in his head at all. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he, he's in a, he's training for, I think uh, like a half marathon, pretty big half marathon later this fall. So he actually did like a workout before and at, or like part of a workout before and then finished the workout after. So he's, he's fit and yeah, you're in like 1440. So, uh, yeah, not only is he a successful businessman and entrepreneur, but guys got wheels too. So nice. And, and he's now a proud owner of a Prairie track and field podcast stickers. So. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, dude. And then you said Carrie Tollefson was there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She was uh, like the MC for the night. 
calling out, giving the play-by-play over the speakers. So I uh, did not get a chance to talk to her, her or say hi to her, but uh, what, a, what a great personality for the sport of track and field. And yeah, I mean, she was a big part of like cultivating the energy for the night. So yeah, it was, it was really fun to have her on the mic. Mm-hmm. So I know they're going to do another 5k race in September. Is that on the radar? Do you think you'd go back or do you think this is enough for the track for this short season that you're doing? I got to look at the calendar. I want to go back. This, this one race is really, you know, got me piqued my interest and, you know, it went well enough and I had a good enough time that, you know, I, I really want to go back again, but man, Ryan, I woke up at five this morning to drive back to, to go to work. And, uh, man, Minneapolis is a little bit further away than maybe I had realized. So uh, we'll have to, I'll have to think about it. I'll have to really consider it. But So I think maybe the most important question is how does this race give fuel for the fire? How do you feel afterwards? How are you going to take this race and use it moving forward? Um, I mean, any race is, is a good learning experience. So how am I going to use it to, I mean, every time I race now, now that I'm out of college and I'm just doing this because, because I want to basically, um, every time I race, I'm reminded that, that I enjoy doing that. I enjoy racing and that it's fun. And, you know, I, I still have something left in the tank. Uh, you know, even if that's, you know, only being able to put, let's say two races back to back, you know, I now have, I now have a marker to, to shoot for next time. You know, I ran 15, 24. So that's what shape I'm in right now. And next time I have a chance to run a 5k, I have a chance to beat that. Um, so, you know, it's not always about like PRs and stuff like that for me. It's, it's running and working hard because I enjoy doing it, testing myself, and then in a short period of time, uh, testing myself again and seeing, you know, improvements that you can make consecutively. So, I don't know. Man, I'll tell you what, I'm proud of you, Cam. Way to put yourself out there. Yeah, thanks, Ryan. Yeah, it was a blast. So, um, hopefully, hopefully it'll happen again soon. Yeah. All right. It sounds like you're home, so I'll let you go. Thanks, Ryan.